To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, National's health spokesman is Dr. Shane Reeti, and he joins me now. Doctor, what can we do differently to stop this happening? Good morning. And, and look, Good first morning. of all, can I just say a, a shout out to all my colleagues who are working in ED who turn up today under-resourced, understaffed. Thanks, thanks for turning up. We know this is hard. We, we've got your back. Let's try and find a way through. And I think the second thing is we need to give people some sense of confidence. This is going to hell in a handbag. I get that. But we still have to have some sense of confidence that when you go to an ED, you are, you are in the best place. But look, to answer your question, what are the things we can do? It's really simple. There's three key things. First force is the workforce. We need to give nurses that day one pathway to residency. Secondly, we need to institute or reinstitute uh, emergency department waiting time targets. So a year ago, Andrew Little removed them, retired them, he said, didn't publish them anymore until we started putting pressure on him in May this year, and he put them back into public domain. But if you look at the 12, what they're called health indicators that he brought out in December that say, this is how we're going to assess the health system. There's not a sight nor sign of an ED waiting time. And we all agree that it should certainly the chair of the Australasian College of Emergency Medicine, the very well-respected Dr. John Bonning, he's adamant that we have to have our focus back on ED wait time targets. And then thirdly, the half a billion dollars we're spending on a health reform bureaucracy, some of that needs to be actually going to human resources, to building up our human capital and making our emergency department safe again. I want to go back to your initial comment that uh, we all, everybody backs everyone to do with medicine and what they're doing and the hours and the stress, the understaff. We all know that. But I don't believe that we should be feeling as concerned as we are now about going into an ED. Uh, I think we always need to have trust that when uh, we uh, have an urgent situation that the health system will be there for us. I just have to fundamentally believe that. And if that's not the case, then it's my job uh, to make sure that it is. How do we improve it? And I've outlined those three things we can do, but uh, we, we have to give people, and amongst these challenging times, some sense of trust that the safety net will be there for them uh, in their most urgent need. What do you say to CB Tours parents right now? Oh, I'm very sorry for both both the person at Littlemore uh, and the person at Christchurch and then the situation uh, here at Wellington, uh, which actually by last week's uh, ED results, which were the uh, the latest ones to come out, unfortunately have uh, Capital Coast as the worst ever wait time. The wait time target is 95% within six hours. Six hours is a long period of time, by the way, but they have plummeted down to 56%, uh, only beaten in the race to the bottom by Mid-Central, who are also working very hard. So Capital Coast here at the moment have the worst figures on record for wait times, and it's really, really hard for them. So what, what do I say? I say we are very, very sorry uh, for how the system didn't give us the best outcome we were looking for. There are still questions and things to be answered uh, in the inquiry, and so we need to see the full scope like we found with Middlemore. Once sunlight was thrown on it, uh, we found out that uh, actually there were three nurses short. One of them was that critical waiting room nurse. We didn't have that information uh, beforehand, and so there will be information that will come out of the uh, Wellington inquiry as well. Do you think Andrew Little is the right guy to be Minister of Health, Health Minister? 
Uh, I think the sector for a while now has sent him a message that they have lost trust in the minister. I mean, what did you think would happen? You say to a Hutt Valley, very respected Hutt Valley ICU specialist, he can't count the number of ICU beds. You say to uh, John Bonning, the chair of the Association of Emergency Medical Specialists, that his data can't be trusted. And then you tell nursing organisations they speak with a forked tongue. What did you think the sector was going to do? Do you think they're going to look and see leadership and have confidence? Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, It's just horrific. It's a horrific situation that we find ourselves in. Uh, National Health spokesperson, uh, Dr. Shane Rearity. Thank you very much for joining us. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.